Welcome to Take a Walk, a podcast that happens outside, with your host, Vanessa Gritton. You're listening to Take a Walk Podcast. Once again, I'm Vanessa Gritton, and for a surprise superhero special guest... (laughs) Because we've had so many technical difficulties, please say hello to comedian and former child magician uh, slash voice of computer in Tron, not Tron. Uh, uh, Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Alex Mandelberg. Same thing. <laughs> Thank God Alex has a job that has him available at four in the afternoon. <laughs> Holy shit, right? And my lunch hour. Uh, <laughs> and that other voice that you hear is comedian has been to the location we're about to talk about and lives here, yes. Kevin Anderson. I am also here. We'll be talking less, though. <laughs> I didn't realize Kevin Anderson was here, too. That's awesome. Nice. You gotta look around, Alex. Yeah, I really, I'm very one-track mind. <laughs> so, quick explanation of what's happening. I had recorded a bunch of episodes in the can that were on location, and for some reason, only one side of them got recorded, and then after crying a bunch this morning... <laughs> like a whole bunch, uh, and lashing out at everyone that I know and love, we're recording a quick emergency episode with like 10 minutes of planning, but thankfully we can't actually sneak equipment into this location, so this is the only way we could do it anyway. Yeah, no, it it would Uh, be, it's a nightmare to try and record anything in there. uh, And the beeping that you hear in the background that I'm going to take care of in a second is because we are in my home office, (laughs) because this is my lunch hour. (laughs) And I have great friends. Yes. <laughs> so the location we're talking about today is the Magic Castle, Ooh, yeah. uh, which once I say the name on its own shows why we're talking about this in my living room. Uh, that place is Fort Knox of trying to steal a shot. Yeah. I oh, yeah. once, uh, it was when I went with you on my birthday that I got in trouble because my shorts were too tight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're a real proper place. Um, but... Why don't you give us a little bit of the history you know of the Magic Castle? Well, uh, the Magic Castle was a home. It it was a place where people lived until, I believe, uh, the 1930s or 1940s. Whenever feudalism was abolished. Yeah, somewhere (laughs) in there. Uh, Which was when they uh, founded the AMA, which was the uh, Association of Magical Arts. And they decided they wanted to turn this place into their headquarters. Yeah, I think I read up a little bit about them, and they were basically like, they come from a long line of history-making magicians. The Larson family. It was the Larson family, and it was actually the matriarch herself who was the first woman to perform magic on live TV ever. That is a very true statement. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it started off, it was one tiny showroom, which when we went, uh, I remember that was the first room I showed you, that little downstairs. It's not even a showroom, it's, it's a tiny little box. It maybe has three rows of folding chairs in there. It doesn't even have a proper stage. And that used to be the only showroom there. Oh, really? If you were sawing a woman in half, you were doing it with people. The furthest person away from you was 15 feet away. So they talk about the the heyday of magicians in the 30s to the 60s. And that was kind of the reason why was because most of these guys were all workshopping stuff at the castle. Mm-hmm. And if you were workshopping stuff there, you had to have it able to take very up-close inspection. Yeah. Like, you weren't getting to practice in a theater with people sitting 50 feet away from you. And, and lights in their eyes. It was, it was 
It was the heyday of up close magic. Yeah. Well, up close stage magic too, which is yeah. even more amazing. Because that, that run that you're talking about is kind of curved too, where you can actually get a different angle yeah. on the stage. So like yeah. if you're trying to do the, the lady in the half trick like you're talking about, there's like people that have a view of kind of behind the box. Yeah. So like you kind of <laughs> gotta... Like, uh, I see the other person in that box right there, man. That's, <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah, I, can it, see, I can see it's a different shade of, of, of skin hue. <laughs> yeah. And so that was... It used to just be that one showroom, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's still. I mean, they always like to talk about the fact that they're mo- the most exclusive club in Los Angeles, right. and I guess that's kind of true. Like, like you said, very strict dress code. Yep. Uh, it was only I think three years ago that men weren't required to wear a tie every time, as long as you were wearing like a like. Oh. I saw someone get in who's wearing like a really nice uh, sweater with a blazer over it. That's a new thing. It used to be suit. <laughs> that's their tie. idea of casual. Yeah. yeah, that's their idea. That is seriously. That's their idea of casual. And yeah. that's the most casual you can be. They're like you're in, but watch yourself, counselor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, there are magician members who are still angry about that. Mm-hmm. Who bitch and moan every time. You'll never see a magician member usually not wearing a tie. Yeah, like that's a big thing for them is the suit and tie. So for our listeners, what are some of the ways you can get into the Magic Castle? There are only three ways in. You are either a member, you are with a member, or you have a written invitation from a member with a dinner reservation. Oh, I didn't even know about that one. Oh, my brother got one of those because he installed DirecTV for a magician who gave him a written invitation. (laughs) I swear I think that's the only reason a lot of us have our membership is because those guest cards, when you hand it... They're like gold. Yeah. We get them for free. They give us stacks and stacks of them. You sign your member number on it, give it to somebody, and someone thinks you just gave them oh, the he golden like ticket he got, to Willy Wonka's He factor. skipped home with it. Yeah, I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> but yeah, those are the only three ways to get into the place. So, I yeah, I guess... I guess maybe they're not lying when they say it's the most exclusive. But, but isn't there isn't there something where if you're staying at the hotel that's attached to it, you get complimentary tickets, or is that not true anymore? I uh, think you have to get a dinner reservation in addition. Yes. Uh, okay. If you are not a member or with a member, you have you to do cannot yeah. go there without a dinner reservation. Uh, okay. Yeah. That is a, a strict thing. Now people will skip their dinner reservation sometimes, which is frowned upon, but. Uh, <laughs> Dining yeah. dash before the dining even starts. Yeah. <laughs> well, their their incentive is if you go to dinner and you have the dinner, they give you tickets to the main show in the Palace of Mystery, mm-hmm. which is the big theater show that they do right. there. And you only get priority seating there if you went to dinner. And eh, I don't ever really care about the. I love the card magic. I love the coin magic and the bar stuff. I got that. my mind blown in the... Uh, so... To kind of play this, because I know some of you might not be able to find yourselves there, so I kind of want to build that. Uh, the first time I saw it was around Christmas when it's just at its most regal looking. Yeah, when no, it just they has do like it up. those beautiful Christmas lights. And my mother saw it on top of the hill, and she just made it. She zeroed in on it, and she's like, "We're gonna get in there at some point," which we eventually <laughs> did. Uh, <laughs> But when you walk in, the way you get in is by saying open sesame to a bookcase. To an owl. An owl in a bookcase. It opens up into the most magnificent Gatsby-looking bar I've ever seen. Yeah. Now, when you walk in there, so yeah, that's... Now, the front area that you walk into there, you walk in, it's just this big, huge bar, and the bar is double-sided, so on the other side of the bar is Irma's room, which is... 
the enchanted. Tell us about yeah. Irma. Uh, that's, I love Irma. That's room. it's personally that is the room that I have spent the most amount of time in Same. there. It is an enchanted piano that a ghost named Irma sits at, and you tell Irma whatever song you want to hear, and Irma plays it. And Irma's cool because Irma played Gin and Juice for me and Gangsta's Paradise. Yes, she will play anything. She gets a double tip from me on that one. Now, that whole area, though, is the newest part. Oh. That was the area that burned down, like, two years ago. Oh, there's a fire? They had a big fire, like, the day after Halloween, too. It was Yeah. (laughs) It was, like, the worst time to have a fire at the Magic Castle and shut down for a week. Uh they tried to stay open. They just left the... Da- they basically had people enter through that downstairs W.C. Fields bar area. Oh. And just didn't have the front open. And oh, after really? like a week, they were like, this is not working. Let's just shut yeah. down. This and, is yeah. cutting down some of the whimsy. Yeah. So uh, that whole area is new. Irma's room pretty much didn't get touched that bad. Uh, there's two reasons why Irma's room is my favorite. There's the fact that Irma's there, and I love just... Shouting out songs that I want to hear. There's also a gag in that room yes. that I can't say. Like I feel weird saying fully because I don't want to just like give it away. But uh, there's a table in there that, as a member, I can sit at a seat across the room and spin that table. Yeah. Unbeknownst to the people who are sitting at the table, and it's. I kind of always say that's why I became a magician. The yeah. ability to, to fuck with to, strangers. <laughs> the ability to fuck with strangers and have them really not know. They know something's going on, but they don't know what, why, or who is doing it. That's yeah. kind of the essence of why you become a magician. If you just want to fuck with people and have them not know why they're being fucked with or how they're being fucked with. I The happiest I see a magician is whenever I get this look in my eyes where I'm just like, is black magic real? Like that, <laughs> that's the moment where I'm like, oh, this is why you do this. Yeah. The well, happiest I, magician ever is is just when someone says they're willing to see magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you, you're not making, you're not mocking me openly. <laughs> yeah, really. Thank you. Oh gosh, but that feels good. I do remember in that room though, the last time we were all there, uh, we are at the bar and you just kind of <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder and you're like, hey, Look at those guys over there. Watch this. <laughs> and then the table starts moving, and, I, and I'm sitting right next to you. I'm like, what is going on? Does that table just do that? And you're like, no, because watch. And then it stops, and you're, I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, all right, cool. It was very fun to watch them get all confused, because all their drinks started pointing in front of the wrong person. It was great, because it's so yeah. slow, and it's a circular table, so it's like their whiskey is now to their left and everything. It's so great. What I, I love about that room is there's always one girl there who's there with a guy who got a very expensive reservation, yeah. and she's already a little bit too overserved. Mm-hmm. and she always stumbles up to Irma and doesn't realize that there's an etiquette that you have to have with Irma. Yes. You have to say her name, you have to say please, it's the same thing as you request it uh, with a person that is not a Magic Castle ghost. <laughs> yes. And she'll bark, play, insert any song. Yeah. Usually a Britney Spears song. Yeah. yeah, it's like, play Toxic. Hey, Nothing. hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> or just like, do you, hit me, baby, one more time. You ghost bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like leaning over the railing. Play, hit me, baby. And then I just walk over and I just sound like a whimsy cunt. Because I'm like, you have to say please to Irma. Yeah. <laughs> her name. <Yep. laughs> 
It's very true. Yes, Irma can be quite moody. Mm-hmm. And she she can be a moody bitch. And she talks back to you with the keys. Too, oh yeah, so. yes, yes she does. How you doing? Eh, eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom loved Irma because her favorite song is "Yesterday" by the Beatles. So I immediately did it because it was just kind of like this is gonna make her weepy, uh, and I'm that kind of kid. <laughs> but to the left of that room, there's two seats facing each other and a card table in the middle. Yeah, and that's my favorite thing that I've only been able to do once because there's always someone there, and it's one-on-one magic. It's just you and the guy in front of you and however many people can fit in your seat. So like, oh, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. The, the Die Vernon Lounge, I believe, is yep. what that's called. With the uh, painting of yeah. the magician right to the of left Di of Die Vernon, seats. yeah. So it was just me and one of the girl in one seat and a magician in the other seat. And he did some of the most insane close-up magic I've ever seen that I can't really describe. Mm. Uh to where at one point I stood up and just had to take a quick lap around the table <laughs> and just do that <laughs> kind of motion. Uh, that that the diver in lounges that's kind of known amongst the magician members there. Like that's where all the old like, for lack of a better term, the old salty dogs. Like yeah, I yeah, got that it's vibe. always an older magician yeah, sitting it's, there. It's mostly guys who are in their seventies or eighties. They probably all did magic for Sinatra. Yeah, the guy oh, that man. I the guy yeah. that did it. Uh, I did it with, he was like in his late 70s, and while a lot of younger magicians have a very, like, almost vaudeville kind of energy to them, this guy was very... I was going to say flamboyant. Vaudeville is definitely better than... It's a classier one. kind of like zany vaudeville energy. This guy was so quiet and calm that it somehow made it even more insane because he wasn't trying to distract me or, like, maybe interject humor in it. Uh, It it was a very matter-of-fact... Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm barely, I'm speaking at this level of voice. And. <laughs> like, unimpressed with his own shit. Unimpressed like, with yeah. his own. <laughs> well, those guys, it's. He would just smirk as I'm like, oh! <laughs> They're so good that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always say, like, every magician wanted to be a comedian but wasn't that funny. <laughs> and it, most of them, you're, you're using <clears throat> your jokes as misdirection because yeah. you want to pull the eye away from what you're doing here, what you're doing there. And those guys are usually so So good. good. They don't need misdirection. They don't need misdirection. They will do it right in front of your face. You won't see it. It doesn't matter. Did I look away or look at him? I was looking right at his hands. And that's what made it more insane. It was like it was like watching a karate movie where the old guy murks some guy with a finger. Oh yeah. Where it was or just, that scene in Indiana Jones where the guy does all the sword tricks exactly. and he just pulls out the gun and shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> that was his version of just like a, there you go. Yeah. No, I, I watched some like 80-year-old guy do a trick there that's called explosion, which is where you turn four coins into 16 coins. Oh, wow. And the the nonchalant is like, yep, there's and then, uh, look, there's 16 coins where there were once four. And you're like, you, you know, <laughs> don't... I, Come on, man. Be as impressed as I am, at least. <laughs> just, like, that was cool, right? That is amazing. <laughs> like, like, you know that's cool that you can do that, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't need to tell you. You're aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, just because I will never know this, what are some of the member-only benefits that you'd find in the Magic Castle that, like, a tourist wouldn't, but somebody listening would be able the, to at least visualize? The biggest one, so uh, I was telling you earlier about when the fire happened, you were entering through the W.C. Fields Bar. That's the... Basically, if you go through the whole castle, there's this back little door that goes downstairs. Most people don't know about. Uh, they only opened it up to the public, like I want to say, like eight nine years ago, mm-hmm. to let people go down to the WC Fields Bar. That used to be members only. 
now it's open on weekends, but behind that is the library. That I've only peeked into from the outside. Yes, that is, that is the strict members only area. Yeah. That is, and I, I don't know why, because it's kind of the coolest fucking thing in the world. I don't <laughs> like. I think people would want to see that, but I get. Well, what's in there? I don't. I don't know. Every I mean, magic book that has ever been written ever on anything by anybody, and oh. most of them from private collections. See, like there are books in there that Houdini has touched. There oh, are Jesus. books in oh, there from David Copperfield's collection. There, like it is. It's a museum of magic history. There's Lance kind. Burton's thirteen-year-old diary. <laughs> 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 well, Lance was a junior member just like me, so that's actually a possibility. You never know. Uh, dear um, Diary, the cup trick made Julie smile. <laughs> oh, no, that's a lie. The cup trick never made any woman smile, ever. Uh, so, when I was a kid, uh, th- these are two things that come up in stand-up. Uh, I was fascinated with magic, and that still goes now. When I was a kid, I used to always like try to practice like the very simple magic kit things and I would do them yeah, for talent yeah. shows and I told Alex this story the Mark Wilson <laughs> magic book the, the yeah. first magic book that everyone the one ever that had everyone touches and then you buy the kit where it like, comes with the pieces of rope yep, and the cup the little, and balls the, the little balls. Mini, mini uh magic wand yeah. yeah and so the cup and balls the balls are like little pom-poms yes so I was doing a talent show where at one point, I started to panic because the lever on my disappearing handbag trick stopped working. The one you put something in. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. I know, and it stopped. And it, so, I, like, I went into panic, and it was the ball and cup part, and I just forgot how it went. And so, I put the balls underneath, and I panicked, and I didn't know what to do. So, as discreetly as I could, with all of the sleight of hand that I had, I put one hand up. The other hand slightly in front of my mouth, and I ate the pom poms. <laughs> oh no! Oh jeez! Fu- way to go! Way to go for it to make sure the trick works. Yeah. I don't know that I have that kind of dedication to the craft. It's good improvising. I, I just mean, this- ate them and swallowed them, and I was just like, ta-da! Like seconds after swallowing it. I mean, that's it. still a trick. Yeah, that's still. Kind of, I mean, that's not magic, but that's still a trick. <laughs> I like that if somebody actually saw you eat it, even though you're trying to be discreet, they're like. Well, there's no way that she just ate it. So that's <laughs> the trick is that I think she she wants us to think she ate it, but it's really somewhere else. She wants us to think it's in her mouth, but it isn't. <laughs> no human being would be like, this is my only option yeah, now. Yeah. Nobody would be so desperate for love in a talent show that they just housed three pom-poms but in then a again, I feel like when you... When we went together, didn't we see the sword swallowing act? Yes. yes. So you saw a guy actually do the same trick right. that you did. <laughs> yeah. For Mine those just who had no so sharp parts. Th- there's a sword swallower at the Magic Castle uh, who is amazing. But the last trick that he does is he takes a huge balloon and like one of the ones you make a, a long, dog at, like yeah, the long, long one that you make a puppy a out of, yeah. and swallows the whole darn thing. And, and it's gone. And, and it's, and it's gone, gone, by the way. Like, he did what Vanessa did. Like, he swallowed it. It popped in his esophagus. It's now in his stomach. He will poop it in a few di- in a day. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure I passed those pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I understand that. That is definitely a thing. But, yeah, the, the library is pretty much the main magician's. Big benefit. That's the big benefit of being a magician member. Although I love that your wife managed to get in there. She did. She snuck in there. <laughs> yeah, how did she get it if it's members she, only? She stole my uh, member pin. Oh, Yeah, she okay. stole my member pin and put it on. Uh, now, she w- they found her out, and they were like, okay, 
You can be in the like because if you're the spouse of a member, you can go into a certain part of the library, but yeah. you can't go into the reserve section. That's why you guys got married, right? <laughs> yeah. That was why she got married. She just wanted to get her hand on the magic books. <laughs> yeah, but there's a there's a so there's a separate section within the library that is. Yeah, it like I'm trying to think what that section is. Of like restricted, maybe. Yeah, yeah. not. Those books that you're not allowed to check out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, cause probably the older stuff. And, yeah, the older okay. stuff, yeah. the more historic stuff, the stuff from Houdini. Yeah. Like that, all of that stuff, you're not allowed to check that out. And is most of it just like process stuff? Like, here's how I do Like, is it that's why it's kind of cut off from a lot of people? So it's like, oh, we don't want you to come in here and just learn how all this stuff is done. Um, I... Not really. Usually the ones that you're not allowed to take out are more about the historical benefit of the book. They're either books that aren't right. made anymore. Right, yeah. Or they're from a big famous private don you know yeah, donation. Super valuable, yeah. super, super valuable. Yeah. Flimsy and fire. any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Subject to being burned. <laughs> all the WC Fields room is cool to me just because it's like a mini museum to the history of magic. Yes, it is. Very much. But the whole place in, in a lot of ways is kind of, you know, this walking museum. Well, Mostly just because the W.C. Fields has the uh, displays organized in a way yeah. where you get to see, like, the suits that they wore on stage and, like, the tricks that were very influential in magic history. Like, oh, my God, what is that one magician's name? Uh, it wasn't his name, but he had, he had like, a... They called him the... Uh, the casual it was something but he he was very good with sleight of hand mm -hmm. and i saw another magician immediately after that was inspired by this guy and he would do like the uh balls on the fingers making them travel back and forth yeah, kind yeah. of thing uh but they had a lot of the old footage where they're wearing those outfits in there and it just kind of, it makes it yeah it brings it to life for you and you get to feel like you're a big part of the history of it mm -hmm. um what are some notable magicians that are currently sitting members there? Uh, I mean, any magician that you can think of. Lance Burton, David Copperfield. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah, he does magic, too. Not he, not just magic. He was, he was the president there yep. for a few years. Oh, wow. Uh, we now, uh, if you order an old-fashioned there, they ask you if you want a regular old-fashioned or the MPH old-fashioned. What? Oh, man. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> um, the NPH old-fashioned is a little bit sweeter. Mm. Uh, I think they make... Uh, I forget what they use. I think they use like peach or something like peach bourbon. Oh, something damn. like that. That sounds good. It's really tasty. <laughs> I usually I love old fashions. I usually get it without the cherry. Never been a cherry fan. Yeah. I always describe Neil Patrick Harris as like the last true Renaissance man. Because magic, singing, dancing, stunt work, acting, writing fantastic father if you've seen his twins holy shit they're living like a norman rockwell life where he builds them model train sets for yeah. christmas he, is, he takes them on tours at the pixar uh like where they make the fucking movies he's the voice of the roller coaster at uh for california screaming at california adventure it's like true. he's He's a perfect human being, <laughs> and he's and he's also one of the nicest dudes in the world. That, too, I hear that everywhere. Well, I I've so I've known NPH since I was uh, like six or seven. Is that around the time that you started getting? Because I know uh, people. I don't know if we established. We may have said earlier, but you were a member of the Magic Castle because you're a child magician. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a junior member. I joined when I was uh, fourteen. Mm. And is that when like uh, did you meet him because of magic or was it no I met him because my mom's gay best friend 
lived across the street from him. Oh, okay. I, I still to this day, like I only say NPH because people know him as NPH. I if I see him, I call him Doogie. I've called him Doogie his whole like the whole <laughs> time everyone I know that I've met him through calls him Doogie. Like mm. that's that was his name to me. And so he lived across the street. Now my mom's friend, he fucking loved Halloween. Mm. Halloween was his holiday. So he would do the whole haunted house and he'd do a production every time the kids knocked on the door he'd dress up as something and do a little act out spiel I think one time he was an old fat gypsy lady with huge fake tits <laughs> and he was going do you want candy and he'd drop flash paper and a candle and be like yes you get candy <laughs> that's awesome and, uh, and NPH not a man to be outdone uh, decided to start challenging Cam every year to see who could put on the dueling banjos hand and they, houses, oh my god they would do <laughs> dueling haunted houses basically now once Neil decided he was into it Neil won every fucking time because he went full out like he he did a whole thing where you'd go down his side escape and he turned his backyard into a full production uh, haunted house he had like because he had this ivy wall in the back so he'd have this guy in this green you know camo suit on stilts that would just come out of the bushes and shit. <laughs> Lots of scary stuff. Oh, I love it. It was absolutely Jesus awesome. haunted Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> so, being there and seeing him every Halloween, I you know, got to know him, and then uh, I joined the castle, and I, I still saw him every Halloween, and then he moved away, and then he became president of the castle, and I'd been doing comedy for like three or four years. This is like a year and a half ago that I saw him again. And he was telling me, he's been trying to convince me to audition to do a set on a weekend at the castle. Because he's like, as a comedian, you can misdirect yeah. better than most of these guys who are doing the no. same old Huck and Shuck song and dance. So. <laughs> Hey, over things, here, I'm just but... kidding, over here. <laughs> I think the most insane thing Kevin and I saw there was actually a guy that turned a plastic bird into another bird and then turned a bird into two birds. And then they made that bird explode into a bigger bird. Yeah. yeah. There was many cockatiels about. That was but, pretty great. But yeah, the famous members, uh, you know, MPH, all those, um, there's, there's shit tons of famous members. Uh, it was uh, Amazing Jonathan, who yeah. was oh kind God, of my... Well, insp- the well, the Amazing Jonathan, who's still alive somehow. Uh, I'm not upset about it, but the he, greatest trick he ever he thought he was he, They thought he was supposed to die Well, he did that last farewell... Uh, he did the last show of his... Yep. That he said he was ever going to do at the Magic Castle. They didn't tell anyone it was happening because they knew it would be crazy. Oh, yeah, it'd be nuts. They told people who had reservations, sorry, we'll rebook you. Yeah. I think it was members only for that weekend. I could be wrong about that. But I even, like, I tried to get in. I couldn't get in. Yeah, it was like right after that, he did a goodbye video to his fans and he got married and he'd given everything away just because he was fully expecting to die soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, he did a lot of cocaine. That was my (laughs) problem. Just, uh, I mean, a laughable amount. He's like, I've done a lot of drugs and I'm dying now. Uh, and it, I remember watching that goodbye video and I'm just like weeping on my couch and I'm like, you can't go. You're what whimsy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean, yeah, he was, uh, he was a special performer. It's, it's always weird that so many magicians, l- I get why comedians love Amazing Jonathan. But he brought a little bit of rock and roll into magic. But he also didn't bring that much magic to his magic. Like, he was content to do... Maybe like three or four yeah. real tricks in forty-five minutes, and do a lot of gag, tricks and do a lot of gag. And the weird thing was, one of the best tricks he ever did, he blew the trick, 
intentionally, he did a card apparition bit where he would stand in front of this black wall and he would make a card appear and he'd throw it down. And he'd make three cards appear and he'd throw it down. And then he'd start pulling stacks of cards that are just so much bigger than you can imagine. He's grabbing and throwing them down and over and over. And he comes up and he, everyone's clapping and applauding and his assistant always comes in and starts picking up the cards and you see that the big chunks of them are not only taped together, but they're all black on the background. <laughs> As she's putting them under her arms, you see he was just pulling them off the black background he was standing in front of. It's an amazing card apparition trick. He fucking tells you the secret of the trick. That's amazing. As soon as he does it, then he did it on purpose. Yeah, no, it's done on purpose. purpose, But it's also really cool to see how easily you were fooled. Oh yeah, yeah. you were you were just fooled. You thought that was an amazing trick. And by the way, it's the it. It's not even that it's so simple. It's so simple that I can ruin it without telling you just by going, yeah, the backs are black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and these big ones, they're all taped together. <laughs> it's just the sheer showmanship of it that is phenomenal to yeah. see. And, like, what are some more notable or odd or even, like, little going-ons or rumors that come with the castle? Because I feel like it does. Well, there's there's always a lot of gags. Um, there There's the spinning table, yeah. which we, I told you about. Uh, there's a picture uh, that I believe... It's in the hallway between the... The uh, googly eyes! No, no, no. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's in the hallway between the dining room and the palace. And there's an area where you, you can take your membership card and, you know, secretly swipe it on this uh, banister... And when you get to the end of the hall, there's a picture frame with a screen behind it, and the world's thing next greatest to it magician. says "World's Greatest Magician." And if you swipe your card, your picture will come up. Oh, really? And sit there so you can walk by with your friends and go, "Oh yeah, my picture's up." Oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, you yeah. never done that when we were there. I, you know, that's I, amazing. I remember him pointing that out to me. His uh, photo wasn't up, but uh, like he showed yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, I it would have been you when you were like 13, anyway. It might have been. <laughs> I, I have not updated my picture in a long, long time with the magic. Oh, castle. that's great. Is that wait? So the card. I didn't know that the card was like a, a thing that you could like make things happen. Because I assumed when you were making the, the table spin, did you have to use your card? For no, that? no, so, no, oh, no, 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 okay. no. That is, I didn't know there was all these cheat codes you could unlock with the card. Though. That's amazing. <laughs> is that, that's fucking. Awesome. That's the only one. The specific. There's there's the phone booth which I put you guys in. Oh god, yeah, which terrifying. is you know, phone booth. That's 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 always a lot of fun. Okay, you claustrophobic. Get in there. I'm like, oh, I'm sure this will be great. <laughs> Skeleton <laughs> leaps out at me. There's one that they used to do that I don't think they do anymore. We used to be able to go on a members only section of the website, and they would have something called the card of the day, mm-hmm. which was they would let you know a card from any standard card from a 52 card deck. And the idea was magician members could do a trick for a friend earlier mm-hmm. on in the day where we force that card on them mm-hmm. and then just say, yeah, remember the card. Something will come up later. And then when you got to the castle, you could point up to the window up top and be like, is that ah. your card? Ah. And, you know, they so would like go, a long con. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> con card trick. Definitely one of those. That's so great. This stuff like that, that mm-hmm. was always what they... It, I mean, the place is about trying to make you feel like you're in a magical place. It, yeah. it is kind of... it. It's one of those things in Hollywood that reminds me of all the pieces that came together to create the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Because I feel like if you smush the Magic Castle and you smush the Hollywood Tower, you have the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the coolest thing about the castle that I, I'll never understand why this is, but I know that it is true... If I do magic for somebody, I do a card trick, and I'm not at the castle. Yeah, they're just like, oh, that's pretty cool, or yeah. I saw something that you did. They're, whatever. 
I've never seen one person at the castle fucking try and ruin a trick ever. That and is I true. I don't know why. I guess it's because it's, it's the castle. Like, from the moment you enter and you have that open sesame moment, it, like, clicks your brain into this almost magic etiquette thing. Yeah. Where you know what you're going to see and you kind of have a higher reverence for it. Yeah. And you see I, all the work you see all the work that's well, going into like the dress code and there's the And like, you put so much money or you yeah. put so much time into it or it's so hard to get in that you wouldn't get in just to fuck it up. Yeah. Like it's not like when you walk in that street and like, oh I'm gonna fit you have to really work to get in there so you already appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like way. a comedy show that just popped up at a bar you were at already. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna like, fuck these guys, I wanna drink <laughs> It's like no, I came here to experience this and like yeah, the dress code and all the all the all the stuff. Uh now one thing I have to ask, because it's an old-ass house, and the word is, the magic is in the name, is it haunted? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, official answer, yes, because Irma's a ghost. Um, unofficial answer, I mean, uh, I'm, you guys certainly heard the news story about the guy who The recent himself. one? Oh, the yeah. The recent one. And that's not the first story of some, you know, tragic shit that's happened there. Yeah. Uh, that's just the most recent one. For those who don't uh, know, there's a body found in a closet. Yeah, there's a body found in a closet at the Magic Castle. Uh, no, they have not used that room since. They're remodeling it. Mm. I don't. They're, they're not saying that's why, but I would imagine that's why. And he's a very respected magician, so I feel like it's kind of. He was a magician's magician. Yeah, uh, he's definitely one of those guys. I he had lectured. Uh, me when I was a junior, mm. I'd gone to a few lectures he'd done. I shouldn't say he lectured me. <laughs> he scolded me. And he had a lecture that I attended. He magically scolded you. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a that was a really weird story when that happened because I still uh, everything from reading it. Like I don't want to think that the dude was trying to you know tug one out. Yes, in the castle. <laughs> Again, but like for those so who many don't things know. about the story. So the story now only TMZ said that he was found without clothes on. Yeah. TMZ's the only person that reported that. Yeah, they're the only ones who reported that. Five different articles, and it was just them. But also TMZ usually like they'll just post that stuff that they hear from the cops that is never substantiated yeah. by reports. So it could very well be true. And if that's the case, I. Like my issue with the whole thing was I went, if you're a magician and you want to kill yourself at the Magic Castle, well, first of all, we know you're good with tying knots. <laughs> so put on your finest suit, go into a showroom and swing from the chandelier is yeah, kind make, of... Make a spectacle ma of it. Make a spectacle of it. Like, I'm fucking dying at the Magic Goddamn Castle. Yeah. I feel like, you know, but if you're just like a magician who's like, man, I'm looking... I like autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> I like magic. I want to see if I can combine these two things. You got some chocolate in my I peanut think, butter. I think... That <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> but, the, I mean, that's how accidents yeah, happen. That's you know? true. That, that is... That's, that's it's dark. It's of David Carradine. I mean, yeah. yeah, listen. I always have a spotter. I know it's an embarrassing thing to ask for because you think what you're doing is wrong, but there are people who are okay with it. Yeah. Have a spotter if you're ever doing your auto It's a fairly common paraphilia. Yeah, no. Just, just have someone on deck. Have someone on deck with a knife to cut the rope if you start turning purple. Yep. <laughs> the very and least, get one of those life alert buttons and let people know what's <laughs> up, and then like just click, click if you need some help. But but yeah, the, the full story was he went in there. I think something like seven thirty in the morning. Mm. He went in through the library because it's open all day. The library is yeah. open to magician members all day. We can go in there whenever we want. We don't have to wait till they're open for business at right. night. Uh, and he you know snuck up through the side, and I think he was in the close up gallery. 
and that was where it happened. Yeah. And whew, yeah, that was a. Uh, it was just crazy because they found him when they opened. Yeah. For the night, and it was kind of like as soon as they opened, it, I think he they were like, "Oh, we're afterwards. fucking closed now." <laughs> yeah, Sorry, renovations. Because I think, if I recall reading, he had like a show an hour before. I mean, an hour after they found him. Yes. Uh, he was set to go on stage in the main room. Yeah. Uh, which is one way to be like, uh, I don't want to perform tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's a real that's a real passive aggressive way to be like, I told you I wasn't in the mood. Yeah. God. <laughs> uh. I've seen I actually saw one of the coolest things I've ever seen in that main room, which was that I like to refer to as social justice magic. Oh yeah. Where a comedian, I'm trying to remember his name, uh, if I mention the trick, you might remember him, expertly explained uh the like the bath, the trans, the, the stupid like thing. judgment that comes with trans people just trying to use the bathroom they want to use with peanut butter and jelly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You keep switching. I think it went viral online. Also, he also I'm did that sure. trick, and somebody put it on the internet, and it was phenomenal because not only was it a great trick, but it was just illustrating how stupid it is to constantly question what's on the inside of the jar, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was one of the most brilliant things I'd ever seen, though, because it was like great trick. Uh. Had a message with it, and it it was so well thought out that it made a big, dumb, stupid, why do you care argument so fucking simple. Yeah. Like, it was just like a, eh, what, there, <laughs> there's your lesson. There's a few magicians nowadays that, yeah, uh, every ma- magic trick that could be done has been done. They, yeah. They, yeah. they figured them all out. They're all, they're all out there. They're in a book. You can, you can learn them yourself. Mm. So, As Kubrick said, we've done everything already. We just got to figure out how to do it differently or better. Yeah. So when you take that into account, uh, there's a few guys who, you know, they take an old trick, which that, you know, that's an old trick. Mm-hmm. And he put a new voice and a message in it that yeah. wasn't in there before. And uh, there's another guy, I think he was on the same show, the guy who had yep. all the f- crazy makeup and stuff. Was he on that show? Oh, yeah. You saw him do his bird act. Now, I've seen him do, uh, he did an act, I think on America's Got Talent, where uh, he takes a lifesaver, pops it in his mouth, swallows it, takes a piece of floss, puts it through his cheeks, oh, yeah, pulls it down into his throat, and then pulls it out through his throat with the lifesaver attached on. I've the seen that one. I guys who are those, those people who are finding new ways to do old tricks and make them either have a message or look cooler or just have your own personality yeah, spin. put yeah. on it. Like that was him. That what he you put saw a signature on it with what you saw him do. It was he Justin did something. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, what you saw him do was take a message that was important to yeah. him and put it to an old trick that I'm sure he had done for 15 years. Yeah. And he repackaged it in a way that was... I just realized I left my stove on. Keep talking. I'll get it. It's fine. It's the black pan. I'm sorry. I see. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. I was like, why does it smell warm? Oh, I was drawing cast iron. finish your podcast. <laughs> 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 ever. <laughs> I was drawing out cast iron because I had to re-season it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why is it extra warm in here? And it kind of smells like coconut oil. Fuck! It's been on for like 45 minutes. 
Ah. Damn, that thing is hot now. Oh yeah. Don't touch it. I did not. I did yeah, not. don't don't do that. that It'll melt skin off. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, putting your spin on an putting old putting your trick. spin on an old trick. Burning your house down. Burning your podcast house down style. while podcasting. Oh, well, God. we were talking about the magic castle burning down. <laughs> we were like, listen, I want to. Oh, we God. can't go to the magic castle, so let's feel like we're yeah. at the magic castle. By the way, don't burn. open my closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got gosh. a magician swinging in there. I wanted to just, you know. Okay. He may have lectured you in the past. <laughs> so speaking of uh, not being able to get in, uh, what are some good alternative places or uh, things to do in Los Angeles for people that might not be able to go to the Magic Castle but want to do magic tourism? Well, I mean, oh boy, there's not as much as there used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, there, there was this Italian restaurant that was right across from uh, Universal City that closed like two years ago. But every Wednesday night, Johnny Ace Palmer, who is uh, modern day one of the best close-up magicians mm. that they're really... Like, he's won the Strolling Olympics four or five times, which is the close-up magic Olympics that they have at the Magic Castle. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. That's yeah, cool. they call it the Stro- yeah, they call it the Strolling Olympics. They leave... Uh, actually, in the W.C. Fields Bar, that big, huge award cup that's sitting up there. Oh, yeah. That is the names of all the winners of that since oh, they started okay. it. And uh, Johnny used to do magic there every Wednesday, but that's gone now. Uh, the Magic Apple, though, which is near there, and then there's Hollywood Magic, which is on Hollywood in between Kawanga and Highland. Okay. Those are the two kind oh, and, of um, famous Hermosa, magic right? shops. Isn't there a comedy and magic club somewhere in like Hermosa? There's, co- there's the comedy and magic club in Hermosa well, Beach. that's not as... I've never seen magic there. <laughs> really? I'm gonna be just coming. God honest with you, I've <laughs> never seen a magic trick performed <laughs> at the Hermosa Beach comedy and magic. I've seen D- Jay Leno get up there yeah. 150 times, <laughs> but Jay Leno does not do many card tricks. No, no, he no. He usually makes jokes. Here's something. Uh, is this your card? <laughs> Yeah, something. Yeah, something. <laughs> oh, the, the Jack Club. Is, oh, this is insane. What? So I looked up the Magic Apple just now, and mostly because I wanted to see how close it was to me. The first photo of a magician in the Magic Apple is the guy I told you that blew my mind in that up close magic table. Oh, the old, the old. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, the there dog. you go. The old salt dog. <laughs> oh my god so the Magicopolis would you recommend Magicopolis just cause that's one I know of and Magicopolis is there. good Magicopolis is definitely more of a commercial magic shop like the Apple and Hollywood uh, those two pl- those are places that professionals go to to get supplies Obviously, like guys who perform at the Magic Castle guy. <laughs> yeah. guys who perform at the Magic Castle they go there like uh, I know uh and they also had some historical stuff, the Hollywood one. I think they used to have one of Houdini's uh, straight jackets, which is like a real big deal. Yeah. Because those are, there's there's a lot more claimed to be real than he ever had. Uh-huh. So getting them authenticated and finding out that that really is a real Houdini. Legit straight legit jacket. Legit straight jacket is a very, very cool thing. Yeah, definitely. Especially because the straight jackets that they make now, uh, with zero training, you could get yourself out of it. Hmm. I wouldn't even, it, I, it, I, I wouldn't even think it a challenge. Oh, wow. Houdini put himself in some pretty real straight jackets. Hmm. Like, they were not simple to get out of. Damn. So, you know, kind of also why he was the world's greatest magician. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? 
not a place that sells magic, but uh, definitely a magic tourism spot in L.A. is Houdini's old home. You oh, can't fun. you can't go in there, but you can drive by it and mm-hmm. see it. And it sucks because uh, being you know living in L.A. almost my whole life, I remember when they excavated that house out of the side of the hill. Mm-hmm. That house is it's a house, but there's this whole courtyard, like stairs and this and that that are built into the side of the mountain. Uh, it's actually uh, David Blaine when he put those codes in his uh, one of his books to lead people to a golden egg. Mm-hmm. He, it was at that house, and he got sued because the people were like, "You didn't ask because you just <laughs> hid something under one of the stairs." <laughs> uh, and a bunch of people started showing up. What the fuck? It's a real thing. <laughs> I didn't but, know that even happened. That's but crazy. yeah, they excavated the side of the mountain and exposed all this, and it was fucking gorgeous. And for like a decade, you could just drive by and see this whole courtyard area that was Houdini's oh, wow. area and then somebody bought it and put up those giant vine walls no. that are there now like if you've ever driven through Laurel Canyon you'll yeah. know the place that I'm talking about with all the f- fucking ivy covering oh, I actually up. I think I just I just drove by the other day I didn't know that's what it was that's, I, that I know is, what you're talking that about is, that is Houdini's house oh wow that that's is where cool. he lived uh so that's kind of a cool place just mm. to drive by. I know that they're talking about selling it again. I'm hoping whoever buys it turns it into a museum. Yeah. Because that's what it should be. Or a Starbucks. <laughs> I really do wish there's a little bit more museums dedicated to magic in Los Angeles mm-hmm. just because it is a big part of its history. Well, I, you know, magicians even jokingly stand by that. You know, the performer totem pole. Oh, yeah. We always say, you know, we're... We're just above mimes, but just below uh, musical theater. <laughs> like they, even they consider themselves to be the, one of the lowest forms mm. of entertainment. Yeah. So it's it, it's weird. Like so many people enjoy it, but even the people who do it make fun of it for not being real entertainment. I mean, in a way. For me, it's like the only thing I can still watch without being jaded. Like, yeah. with a lot of things, yeah. especially comedy, I can go in, and I'm very, like, I've seen this, I've done this. Magic is the only one where it's, like, I'm still six, and you're still crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and L.A. has definitely been one of the few places where you can still see it at this level, and it's not like a cruise ship magician where you're just kind of like, well, the boat rocked, and everything just fell out of your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it feels more special. When I was in the height of my going to, you know, the Magic Castle as a junior and doing the lectures and all that. I turned 18 and uh, my mom took me to Vegas to see David Copperfield. Mm. This is when he was at the MGM. And uh, I'd gotten to meet David the year previous with the Magic Castle juniors because that's Mm. one of the... Getting in as a junior, they say, is harder than getting in as an adult because they're investing in teaching you to be a magician so that you can be a performer later on. Yeah. As an adult magician member, they're just kind of like, can you do magic tricks? Great, we'll give you a magician <laughs> membership. Have yeah. fun, enjoy yourself, pay your dues. <laughs> uh, as a junior, they, you know, they're going to take you to lectures. They're going to take you out of town. They're going to They're grooming you, essentially. They're grooming you, yeah. So uh, David did a lecture in Vegas that we all bust to and he did this great lecture, and then he uh, took us to his personal museum of uh, gags and practical jokes, basically. <laughs> uh, he's, he's obsessed with like stuff from the 19th. Any kind of gag toy that has ever come out in the history of time. Fake poop. David Copperfield. <laughs> ha- well, 
Yes, but some really interesting ones from like <laughs> old stuff. He had uh, his favorite one, his favorite gag. He had these two juice cannons. They're like water pistols, but they were from like the fifties. They looked like old Winchesters. And I got asked to help him, so he handed me one, and he took the other, mm-hmm. and he walked like 10 feet away and goes, we're just going to shoot at each other. And he pointed at my chest, and he shot, and a huge stream of this stuff hit me right in the chest. It's like, all right, you can do it back to me. And I point, and I aim, and I pull the trigger, and it shoots backwards right back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh, a lot of stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to buy one of those at a gag shop. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. I'm going to go to the Magic Apple and find something like that. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I went the next year to see his show with my mom, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I've been doing magic pretty solid for a few years here. Am I just going to see everything? And no, I mean, I was, I did the same thing. I was six years old again. I was like, oh, my God, he yeah. had a fucking car up here. <laughs> there was not a car there five seconds ago, I swear <laughs> to God. And you're, like, the one who's closest to it. You're the one who's supposed to not get yeah, shit anymore. You're supposed to be like, I know how I did that. You're still, it's still mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, there, I have magician friends uh, who are still, who are so good that I still, like, even if I kind of know what they're doing, I'm still... Mystified by what they're doing. Uh, Nathan Gibson, when he invented the clear cups and balls, that was still. I, I I will watch that every time he does it and be giddy as hell. Hmm. He does you know, he does a cup and ball routine, but he uses clear plastic cups. So yeah, so, so you can not... see into the cup at all times. That's, That's amazing. Uh, it is. It's very fucking amazing, <laughs> actually. Um, Jason Latimer is another one of those guys. He's a card magician mostly. Um. Yeah, uh, Adam Wiley, mm-hmm. who was on Picket Fences, mm. he was a he was well, a, ch- a he was a child movie. actor mm-hmm. who just got heavily into magic, and he performs there now all the time. Uh, yeah, those guys when they do stuff, I'm still even if I know what they're doing, it's you can still be mystified by the abilities that yeah. somebody has. Like I, yeah. It's like when you're watching football, you're going like, yeah, I get it, catching a ball. But like, you did it with three fingers while falling out yeah. of bounds. Like, I can't do that. Like, I understand how to, but I can't. Yeah, especially with thousands of people watching or whatever yeah. it is in whatever case that you're performing in. There's, there's a majesty to watching people do like, do things that you can't do. Yeah. It seems weird. Absolutely. But yeah. Are you going back to uh, audition again at the uh, Magic Castle? I think I'm going... Well, actually, speaking of Adam Wiley, he said he wanted to help me. Uh, the plan, the joke was, they said, I want to audition with a set where I say I'm not a magician. I'm just really good at lying. <laughs> and just spend the entire time saying I'm going to do tricks that I don't do, and I just do a different trick because I'm lying to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. That's Perfect. kind of the plan. Hell yeah. So... <laughs> That sounds good. I'm, I'll, I'm excited to go see you when you do it. I mean, I'm it's going to take some time. I'm listeners take... are going to be able to hear my guinea pig in the background of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a carrot. Kevin, give him a carrot. Uh, pull him out of a hat. <laughs> he is a cute guinea pig. I will give you that. He much. is He's an adorable fucking guinea pig. Pretty fantastic. <laughs> and uh, Adam Brown, who uh, is everything unpops. Uh, We'll also have this noise in the background at some point because I'm going to take him to get a guinea pig as well. Oh, so, really? He's getting a guinea too? Look oh, at everybody damn. in LA with a guinea pig. Los wow. Angeles Guinea Pig Rescue. We should just do an episode there. Uh, <laughs> with Rosenberg. That would be a so, good touring episode. Oh, that'd be a blast. <laughs> so It would just be an hour of you going, He's in one, look at this one! <laughs> He's a good goonie! He's a good goonie! <laughs> 
He's a cutie. <laughs> so for people visiting Los Angeles, uh, what mindset do you recommend they come in for magical tourism? Um, you know, it, much like you talked about, it, the willingness to have an open mind and mm. act like a kid and just enjoy it. I mean, you're going to see how some tricks are done. Nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Magic is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. And it, if a magician does five tricks and he only tricks you once, I think that's still amazing. And I think that's kind of the mindset is be excited, open be open to being amazed because that's, that's all they're trying to do is fuck with you. Do all the magician wants is for you to go, Oh my God. Like when you made that lap around that table, you made that old man's fucking <laughs> day. You made his fucking day. That's what, that's what magicians live for. It's, it's, it definitely feels more like a two way relationship when you walk away from it. Cause it's like, we both gave each other something very cool here. Mm-hmm. Well, any I, I any performing art where it's you alone on a stage, whether with yep. props <laughs> or with an instrument or just a microphone telling joke, it that's always a very even with the best comedian or magician or musician or anything in the world, if the crowd is not open to seeing or hearing or caring. It's well, it's not going to be a great show. Maybe if it, maybe if they're amazing, it could be okay, it could be decent, but it's not going to be an amazing show. Because it feels one-sided. Yeah. And it's definitely coming in being ready to be an audience. Yeah. Now, where can the people find you? The people can find me uh, on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Uh, <laughs> it's my name, which is difficult in Jewish. Uh, on Twitter, it is at A Mandelberg, M-A-N-D-E-L-B-E-R-G. And uh, Facebook, Alex Mandelberg, same last name. Uh, Possibly yeah. at the Magic Castle soon. Possibly at the Magic <laughs> Castle soon. I'm going up to Tahoe in two months for my first comedy competition, which I'm terribly outmatched for. Oh, yeah, you're so about that. The Memorial Day weekend, if any of you are in Tahoe, come on out to the Hard Rock. Yeah. Come out to the Hard Rock. Alex will do magic tricks for you, and he'll do it with the most... Uh, Groaning and sighing afterwards towards the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. that is that is oh, one I thing. About that. We were we were at the, the yeah, Magic that's Castle. the fucking trick right there. Was, there we you were go. so drunk at the end of that first trip to Magic Castle, and we're out smoking a cigarette, and you're like, oh, "Let me show you how he does that fucking trick," and you're like, "Hate fucked me with a deck of cards." <laughs> you're, like, you're like, "Yeah, look at that. I got two decks. It's because it's blue and it's red. It's bullshit." But like, look, it's a good trick, right? <laughs> and I was just drunk and just loving it. I was yeah, like, I think amazing. I angrily did a trick at you. Yeah, I think I did. The, uh, I did the. Um, Rigged Invisible Deck, which yes. is a trick that me and Nathan Gibson uh, came up with together. Oh, God. And I think I just angrily, like, yeah. I did it for you. I was like, look, see, your card's turned over. Look, it's turned over again. Like, it's turned over <laughs> a third stupid. time. You're stupid. You the trick. <laughs> and if you think that that was real magic, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's your you're brand. You're so stupid. <laughs> That's your brand of magic. That's my brand of magic. It really is, though. I'm kind of like, magic isn't real. I'm just fooling you. <laughs> and I'm very proud of, like, that's... That's a weird thing that I took the most pride in in magic was yeah. fooling people. And it's yeah. like you thought I was doing something and I didn't do that. I did something else. I tricked you. It's some weird sick, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I just realized as I was saying it like that's real. That's a sick thing. That is not a uh, good no, headspace right. to be in. No, you're okay. <laughs> uh, Kevin, where can the people find you? Oh man, uh KB Anderson Yo on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out my podcast. Both of these people have been on it, Vanessa and Alex. Yeah, Leak and right. Review. Check that out. And uh, keep listening to everything on Unpops because it's a great network. Yay! Yeah. Now, say goodbye to the folks. 
Bye, uh, folks. Oh. Later, folks. Bye. Go out to your neighborhoods and explore. I change it every time. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>